on PIJN News. Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. When Christians quote the Bible or preachers preach a sermon of love, sometimes people on the left call it hate. Today we interview Dr. Frank Wright with the D. James Kennedy Ministries, who has been suing the Southern Poverty Law Center. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview via Skype with a longtime friend of the program and the Christian movement in American politics. Dr. Frank Wright is president and CEO of D. James Kennedy Ministries, was also president of the National Religious Broadcasters uh, Convention, the organization that everybody who in America who broadcasts on TV like us has relied upon his guidance and leadership. Uh, Frank, I wanna welcome you to the program. Dr. Frank Wright, everybody. Dr. Chaps, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on today. Well, thank you so much. Uh, tell me, what did I miss in your resume? Introduce yourself to our audience. <laughs> well, I came to know Christ 40 years ago at the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in Fort Lauderdale in a new member class that was conducted by Dr. Kennedy and he asked the questions that we use in Evangelism Explosion. Have you come to the place in your life where you know for certain that you have eternal life? And the second question, the most important one, if you were to die today and stand before God and he were to say to you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? And Dr. Kennedy spoke about how many people have only an intellectual understanding of who Jesus is and no personal relationship. And in fact, I remember, I remember that he said, some people are going to miss heaven by 18 inches, the distance between their head and their heart. And so I went home after that class and realized that I had never personally trusted in Christ. And so I, I came to know Christ then and got involved in the ministry of Coral Ridge um, back in the early 1980s. In 1995, I went to Washington, D.C. to start the D. James Kennedy Center for Christian Statesmanship, which still operates there, and from there to the National Religious Broadcasters. And for a year, I was president and chief operating officer at Salem uh, Media out in California, which has a large uh, segment of uh, Christian radio stations. And I've been back here at D. James Kennedy Ministries for five years now. So I remember Dr. D. James Kennedy very fondly. He was on, on television for decades, of course, senior pastor of a great Presbyterian church, leader of an entire movement there. But he believed as a Christian statesman, you said uh, that church and state ought to be uh, influencing, I, I, I suppose. He didn't believe strictly in the separation of church and state the way the atheists. Can you clarify, what did the Center for Christian Statesmanship do when he sent you to Washington? Well, the Center for Christian Statesmanship was created to have a spiritually based outreach on members of Congress and their staff and other influential policy figures in Washington, D.C., primarily to share the gospel with them 
but also to help bring them a biblical understanding of the great moral and ethical and cultural questions of the day. So it was a personal outreach, not of high visibility, but well known among uh, congressmen, senators, and Capitol Hill staff. Dr. Kennedy did take, uh, I believe, a constitutional view of the so-called separation of church and state. Our founders did not wanna have a government in which church and state were merged together, but they did not uh, envision what we have trying to be foisted upon us today, and that is that there's this great wall of separation, as Thomas Jefferson said, between church and state, but that uh, the state keeps climbing over the wall and monkeying with the rights and freedoms of free exercise privileges of, of, of Christians and other people of faith. And at the same time, they don't want anybody of faith to be climbing over the wall in the other direction. <laughs> so there is no such thing constitutionally or in the history of this country as the separation of church and state, there has been always been a moral influence in our government. It was John Adams who said our constitution was created for a moral people. It's unsuitable to the governance of any other. So the founders believed that it was only the Christian influence in society that would make a constitutional government work. I think you're absolutely right. A lot of anti-Christian groups like Freedom From Religion Foundation, Southern Poverty Law Center, they wanna say Christians cannot vote, Christians cannot uh, you know, run for office, Christians cannot pass laws or vote for laws that would represent our worldview in a democracy. But uh, actually it's the other way around, the church should be encouraged to participate in government. And the Jefferson's letter to the Danbury Baptist said, it's the state who is limited in their authority over the church, not the other way around. Well, that's exactly right. What we've seen today, though, is an enormous shift in the whole framework of engagement uh, with, with the culture. Uh, 20, even 30 years ago, maybe even 40 years ago, the argument against Christianity that unbelievers foisted or, or responded to was that it was just wrong. Christians are wrong because the Bible is not authoritative, it's not accurate, it's contained with all these errors. And so they argued that Christianity was wrong. Today, the argument is completely different. Today, they argue that Christianity is evil. Now, it's, it's kind of funny in a perverted sense to think about that. For them to call Christians evil implies the existence of some moral standard. But the truth is they reject all moral standards. So when they've called Christians evil or haters or any other ad hominem attack that they want to use, they're just making it up out of whole cloth. There's no standard by which they use to call us haters or to call us evil. So it's a rhetorical game at this point, but unfortunately, those words are powerful. The word hater is a yeah. powerful word. It has meaning in the culture. So when the Southern Poverty Law Center calls us and you a hate group, they know that the average person has a common man understanding of what haters are. They're violent. They want to hurt other people. They want to deprive other people of their liberties. And so they're lying, but it works for them, at least thus far, which is exactly why we sued the Southern Poverty Law Center in federal district court. 
That is a good place to take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Frank Wright will explain why his organization filed a lawsuit in federal court against the Southern Poverty Law Center after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? We've created a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I wanna make available to you a new resource, a four part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Frank Wright of D. James Kennedy Ministries. Uh, his website, djkm.org. And uh, Frank, what will people find on that website? Well, they'll find uh, video players to view all the programming, programming that we generate each week. We produce uh, two different programs for television and a lot of uh, resources and, and uh, video resources for the digital platforms that we use. And uh, you'll find all of our print resources available there as well. Dr. Kennedy's ministry always had a strong apologetics focus. He believed that Christians should understand the answers to the objections people raise, either about the faith or in the discussion we're having today about Christian engagement in the broader culture. And so we try to provide those, those kinds of answers to the great moral questions that we face today. I am so grateful for his legacy and people can buy his books. They would make great Christmas gifts even at this late time, djkm.org. The Southern Poverty Law Center has redefined hate groups. They used to be back in the 60s against all of the uh, KKK or, or uh, racist groups. Now in the modern day and age, they've identified any Christian evangelical group who believes in traditional marriage between one man and one woman as a hate group. They've 
uh, labeled our organization, your organization, probably 40 or 50 other traditional, focus on the family, I mean, uh, Family Research Council. Traditional pro-family groups, if they're ever involved in politics, or they oppose the homosexualization of laws by the Congress, if we have a voice in Congress like you did, they call us haters. And you took some drastic action and fought back against them. How did that e evolve? Well, the antidote to error is truth. And we decided that they were getting all of this media play in the culture and even law enforcement agencies were relying on the Southern Poverty Law Center's so-called hate map, as well as the whole you know, mainstream media that has so gone so far leftist. And so we felt like we had no alternative but to go to court and file a claim for defamation against the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, you're allowed to call people names, but only if but if the name has the effect of hurting them and the thing that you're saying is untrue, you've committed a defamatory act. So we sued the Southern Poverty Law Center in federal district court. We also sued Amazon because Amazon denied, denied us admission to their SMILE program. That's their charity program where if you buy $100 on Amazon, you can designate you know, a, small, a small percentage of that to go to your favorite charity. The only qualification for that is that you're a charity that's recognized under Section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue Code. It's the standard definition of what it means to be a nonprofit organization. And so they denied us access to that program based on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map. So we've sued Amazon for discrimination under Title II of the Civil Rights Act. Now, I will say that the Southern Poverty Law Center is not a legit organization today. They were back when they were founded. They, they, didn't get, they didn't start in the 60s in the middle of the civil rights movement. They were not part of the civil rights movement at all. They were founded in 1971, but they did some good work in suing the remnants of the Ku Klux Klan and the American Nazi Party and some others. But when their fundraising machine sort of dried up, when people realized that these these hate groups were really pretty small, having no impact in, in the culture today. They then just morphed themselves into, quite frankly, a left-wing attack organization. So it's broader than just moral questions, but it's a lot of that. If you're for strong border enforcement, well, you're a hater, don't you know? If you are concerned about the threat of radical Islam, you're a hater. If you believe in the traditional uh, historic Christian faith based on the scriptures, you're a hater because of the view that, we, that you hold related to um, marriage or related to human sexuality. So in our day, every Bible-believing church in America, based on the definition the SPLC uses, belongs on this hate map. They're calling us all haters because they want to silence us. Well, of course, they are lying and they are defaming. Uh, has this had a financial impact on your ministry? What would the benefit have been if you'd been allowed into Amazon's SMILE program uh, instead of excluded because of your religious beliefs? Well, the damage from the Amazon program is a commercial damage. We have to pay more for the merchandise that we buy as an organization on Amazon when everybody else can buy it for 99 cents on the dollar.
we have to pay more. And, and it's the classic definition of discrimination. If, uh, if there's a benefit that everybody gets, but they call you and say, you step forward, you don't get the benefit. That's discrimination, and it's based on uh, Section Two of the Civil Rights, uh, Title Two of the Civil Rights Act, in which we're guaranteed our freedoms of religious expression are guaranteed there as well. In the case of, of defamation, defamation claims are harder to show, but I can tell you we've talked to donors that called us up when they heard we were on the M the SPLC's hate map. They said, "What in the world's wrong with you guys? What's happened to you?" And we had to explain to them that we've not changed at all. We're still a biblically-based ministry focusing on Christian cultural engagement. Well, what about the guy who sees the hate map uh, designation but doesn't call us and doesn't get more information from us? Well, we lose donors, we lose financial support. So that's, that's what we're arguing in court, that we've been defamed and suffered damages because of it. I think you're right, and there's also a physical danger, literally, there, were, there was a shooter who relied on the hate map to go into Family Research Council in Washington, D.C. with a gun and some Chick-fil-A bags as a joke, but he began shooting people until he was uh, you know, arrested by the security agent at risk of his own life. Uh, they rely on Southern Poverty Law Center's information to come after Christian groups now with physical violence. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Frank Wright will give us the resolution of the lawsuit and what the first judge in the case has already ruled. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Reading today's headlines, doesn't it seem sometimes like the world is unreal? We hear about rumors of wars and we see legislative and cultural battles here in America. But where is our hope? I think it's in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're offering now a, a DVD series led by family ministry leader Vince Dacchioli, Real Christianity in an Unreal World. It behooves us to really understand what does it mean to be relevant as a Christian and to be real and to spread the gospel in a way to where more and more people will, be in, will embrace it and move yeah. in the right direction. We can send you the entire DVD series, which is three-part teaching with Vince and a bonus of my personal testimony for a suggested donation of just $30 if you call now at 866-Obey-God or write to the address on your screen or visit PrayInJesusName.org. We want to rush you this important teaching to ground your faith in real Christianity. We're here in Israel in literally the scene of all of the holy sites like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross, the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee, where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12-minute segments, so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. You're gonna love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Frank Wright of D. James Kennedy Ministries. 
Uh, Frank, you were talking about this drastic action you had to take in uh, Dr. D. James Kennedy's honor and his legacy to, to promote and carry on his excellent reputation, follower of Jesus Christ. You had to sue the Southern Poverty Law Center who was labeling you a hate group. Uh, where did you sue and what happened? Well, Dr. Chaps, we sued in federal district court in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and our case went before uh, Judge Myron Thompson, who has been on the bench for 30 plus years, 40 plus years now. And uh, he took two years to rule on our case. He did write a very thoughtful 143 page opinion, but he dismissed our, our charges on all counts so we have appealed to the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta, and that, that appeal will be taken up in the early part of the spring of next year. Judge Thompson did do us one favor, however. He said, part of the reason I'm, or major reason I'm dismissing you is because you can't prove that you don't belong on the Southern Poverty Law Center's hate map, but nor can they prove that you do belong on it. He said the SPLC's definition of hate was so vague and so meaningless as to be, and I quote, insusceptible to proof or falsity. And so he basically says the Southern Poverty Law Center's definition doesn't mean anything. It's just their opinion. But on the other hand, Congress and law enforcement officials across the country have relied on that very same definition to uh, label groups in the culture like ours and like yours as hate groups. So we feel like Judge Thompson really missed the core argument here, and that is when the SPLC calls us a hate group, their little definition on their website, which they say now is just their opinion, is not the one that goes out on the media. The one that goes out on the media is that we're violent, that we wanna harm other people, that we wanna deny them their their basic freedoms, all of which is false and defamatory. So we did get that little gem of help from the judge, but, but rather than him deal with that issue, he took a pass and said, dismissed on all counts. So now we, have to, we go to the 11th Circuit, we'll go before a three judge panel at the 11th Circuit and uh, hopefully get a better hearing on the merits of the case. If we win at the 11th Circuit, we then go back to Judge Thompson's courtroom for a trial. That's all we're really asking here is for a trial before a jury of our peers. And I think the people of Alabama, being pretty common sense people by my understanding and by my experience, are likely to give us a favorable hearing and ruling. I will tell you though too, uh, Dr. Chaps, we're not doing this to defend Dr. Kennedy's name or the ministry's name. That's the, you know, we're doing that, you know, based on the law, you have to have some damage that you've suffered in order to be able to sue. We're doing this to defend the church of Jesus Christ in America, because based on what the SPLC says about groups that believe in traditional marriage or a traditional view of human sexuality, that we're haters just on, on the basis of the fact that we believe in the Bible. And in that case, what they're really revealing is that they are not trying to define us as haters so much. They're just trying to silence us. What the, what the left wants to do today is to marginalize biblical Christians, demonize them, and ultimately criminalize their viewpoint. And in our view, the SPLC really is nothing more than a collection of reputational 
terrorists who must be brought to account. Well, I think you're onto something there. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes when, when assigning these cases to a random pool of judges, we end up with the Democrat appointee. Myron Thompson happens to have been appointed by Jimmy Carter back when he was president, way back then. Uh, so he's an older gentleman, but he has a history of anti-Christian rulings in the past, ruled against the 10 commandments display, ruled in favor of abortion rights. So you can tell that his Democrat politics are sort of leaking into or informing his uh, rulings. And in this case, it worked out poorly against you. Uh, Dr. Wright, we have just about a minute and a half left. I wanna uh, invite you maybe to ask us, or our audience loves to pray, and I'm a chaplain, I would love to pray for you. Is there any way we, you would uh, advise us? Well, we, we recognize, according to the scriptures, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, Amen. but against powers and principalities and the heavenlies. So our prayer, first and foremost, is that God would prosper our hand and that we would find favor with the appeals court in Atlanta. Interestingly, since President Trump was uh, inaugurated in, this, in January of 2017, the whole makeup of the 11th Circuit has changed. In, that, in 2017, there were eight Democrat-appointed judges and four Republican-appointed judges on the 11th Circuit. With President Trump's successful appointments and confirmations, when our case is heard, there will be 12, excuse me, you'll be 11 Republican appointed judges and four Democrat appointed judges. So the whole makeup of the court has changed and I think we'll get a fair hearing. You never know, three judges, any three judges, you could get the wrong three and it could go adversely. So uh, Nehemiah prayed to the Lord and said, give me favor with the king. Amen. So we're asking for Let's people pray to that pray right and now. give us favor with our case so that we can defend the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father in heaven, we ask for favor with the king, or in this case, with the judges. And even if we get the wrong judges, Father, we, we, we ask you to intervene and you to influence their minds in the hearing of this case, so that your kingdom and your truth can be heard and established in our generation. Your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth in the same way it's already being done in heaven. Father, we ask your blessing on the resolution in this case and on D. James Kennedy Ministries and all of the churches and ministries that will be helped if we win. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Dr. Frank Wright, his website, djkm.org. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit, click on the recurring donate button PrayInJesusName.org or call us toll free if you need prayer today, 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Chaps, I have two exciting announcements. For those of you who found us maybe one day a week, did you know we're on five days a week with in-depth analysis and Christian news reporting and we pray the news. Where else are you gonna see that? Here's the exciting news. We're now on Apple TV. We're on five days a week on this exciting new streaming platform, Apple TV. Maybe you've already found us on Roku or Amazon Fire, but Apple TV, look for PIJN News in the spirituality category. And here's my other breaking news. Did you know we're also on podcast? Well, what's a podcast? Well, you can listen to us five days a week on audio, maybe when you're working out at the gym or driving in your car. You can watch the video on your smartphone. Visit iTunes and look for PIJN News. 
We're also on 10 on-demand platforms. Visit PrayInJesusName.org to find them all. And did I mention it's absolutely free? Other people charge a fee, but ours is free. Subscribe today to PIJN News. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.